Gritty culture and class in America, live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with Renaissance Woman, Melissa Itell Duran, and everyone is invited to go to MelissaIteldJoran.com. Watch the two documentaries on her. She's the author of several books and uh, and so many other things. Melissa Iteldjoran, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Doing well. And uh, I guess uh, big topics in the news. Uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse situation is uh, is upon us. And and I, can you give us the latest on that? Well, the jury hasn't returned uh, the, from their deliberations. They, they're still at it, uh, they're, and, and the defense, the last I heard, the defense is, is uh, they're seeking a mistrial. Yeah, that's, well, that's interesting. Yeah. I, now, do you think they'll get a mistrial? I don't know. I mean, the longer this goes on, this is really, this, as, as you said earlier, before we got on the air, this is really a, a, a very complex um, I was almost going to say convoluted case, but it's definitely a very difficult case to to uh, to siphon out. And, and uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, it, it, with all that's been going on, with with the MB- MSNBC reporter who was trailing the the jurors who were in a uh, on a bus with black windows, and, who, and, and that because of his actions, and MSNBC is not allowed in the in the courtroom to the. The prosecutors, um, you know, I think brandishing a weapon, uh, you know, for show, making it look looking really, really dumb. I mean, and 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 of course the judge, you know, he's the most outspoken person. And some of the things I actually agree with him on. Um, this is it's been quite a circus, uh, and I I. I I have my opinions about it, but um, if it is a mistrial because of all these breaches of of, uh, of confidentiality and 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 uh, and, and non media interference, and, and and of course the public has uh, you know the public seems to be able to sway everything because the jurors that were not sequestered initially, um, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a mistrial. But it's been, I don't know what's going on there. It's been taking such a long time. And, and either they are re, you know, they're re-examining uh, uh, videos of the actual scene or they're, uh, they're at a crosshairs we, we, that we just don't know. Yeah. They, uh, certainly there could be, uh, or they could be at loggerheads, some of them. Uh, you, know, you just mm-hmm. need one juror to, um, you know, to, to, to hang it. And, you know, I don't know if that's what's happening. Usually, look, in in the OJ trial, they had their minds made up before they uh, before they left that jury box and that they immediately came out. I don't know what it was, five minutes later or something like that. This certainly isn't that there's something going on there that um, they're either there's they're either at loggerheads They're uh, they're Mm -hmm. they're split or they're um, they're really going through it to make sure they have explanations afterwards, knowing that this is a complicated case. Uh, I, I agree with the defense putting him on the stand. I don't usually agree with that, but I think because he looks mm-hmm. like such a young kid, I mean, he looks like such a, mm-hmm. such a little kid, and, you know, he, uh, you know, he, he showed, certainly showed remorse, right? I mean, he was crying, and uh, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, what was your take of him on the stand? 
Well, of course they want to destroy him. I mean, the president called him a, a, a white supremacist. I, I mean, that's I amazing. Mean, that, that, right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's no, that, that, that's unnecessary. That's really uncalled for. Um, he went there, uh, I think, you, you know, you can debate this all you want. He shouldn't have been there. Okay, where were the police in Kenosha? Why did the, uh, why did the government call back the police? He has, he, according to what I've read, he's, he has a father who lives there. Uh, he was defending, he said he was defending them against the, these uh, protesters, some of whom were the, uh, some of the biggest dregs of society. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, what... What are the parents saying? Have they talked to the parents at, at all? Uh, have they been quiet during all of this, or they've been outspoken? Well, I think his mother, uh, from what I can tell, has been um, more vocal, probably the most, the more vocal of of of, of his parents. And um, you know, I think I imagine she's worried about covering the the cost of the of the defense, uh, understandably. And um, I think she, she, you know, she believes in her son that, that he meant to do well. He meant to, prote to protect people. He meant to take charge of the situation. Where were the police during that? And we remember what happened in the wake of the George Floyd um, uh, murder. And, and then the, uh, well, the, the, case, the, the case wasn't heard until last, uh, this, this past spring. But we remember all the, the, the widespread protests. And they were quite violent in nature. And some of the protesters, I don't think, were actually on the up and up. I mean, some of them had records, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think some of the protesters. Uh, and by the way, we should say that a lot of the protesters were there for peaceful reasons, but there were a lot of protesters there too yes, that, were, uh, that were in there for trouble. Yes, they were in exactly. There, uh, you know, they wanted trouble. They wanted chaos. And, right, and right. that goes for a lot of, uh, you know, that goes for a lot of different people. And, you know, even, you know, some other protests out there that, that weren't BLM and, uh, it, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, a lot of protesters go with good intentions, but then you get, the, mm -hmm. you, you know, you get the, uh, the other element that gets in there and they mix in and they see an opportunity to create chaos. And that's what happened. So I... I I get it. You know, I get both sides of that. I understand and appreciate people's right to peacefully protest, but of course that doesn't happen uh, all that often. It usually gets uh, it gets out of hand, and 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 there's underlying factors that make it. Frank McKay here. So uh, so much more importantly, MelissaItellJoran.com is where everyone should go, and uh, the the Rittenhouse uh, situation, the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, trial is uh, is upon us, and the jury at this point at this point is deliberating and uh, and doing all kinds of things. We don't know if we're looking at a mistrial. Uh, what what do you what would have to happen in order for a mistrial to uh, to go down? The judge can declare it, right? He can declare a mistrial. Yeah. Well, there's so much so much interference and so much uh, it's tainted. You know, the the the, the, the trial is just tainted. I mean, the, the president calling him a, a white supremacist. I don't understand why. Where does he? On what basis does he? Is, is he claiming that this kid is a white supremacist or a racist or whatever? You know, that's keep keep politics out of this as well. That's kind of. Let's forget about that. I mean, that's a far conclusion. What the president saw is is that his base was against Kyle Rittenhouse, and uh, yeah. and he, a knee jerk reaction from him is that he's a white supremacist. You know, that's like mm -hmm. a catchphrase that's easy to come off uh, off uh, off the tip of his tongue, and uh, and he doesn't have 
the information. He probably didn't have the information to make that assessment. As I, I don't, you know, like why is he a white supremacist? Uh, I, I don't. I don't know that he's indicated that he has been. Has he said anything? Has he said anything on social media in the past that would indicate he's a white supremacist? I don't believe so. Just that he uh, he did. Uh, they think he went there to he targeted specifically, uh, you know, the, the protesters. Well, where were the police? You know, why, there, there was mayhem going on. I'm not. You know, I'm, the concept of BLM is 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 foundationally um, um, viable. Sounds but the people who, yes, but the people who practice it, they're another story. And, uh, you know, you have all kinds of people who use this as an excuse to express their anger and hurt others. And, and, and uh, I mean, we saw this in Manhattan. Um, uh, we saw this in other areas where, where people who were defending their storefronts got physically injured, almost killed, by in, in the name of these protests. I mean, well, well, what's the point of these protests? To hurt people, innocent bystanders? Where does that get you? Yeah. You're no better than the people who, than, than, than the, the, the police who, you know, the, well, I'm, then I don't want to go into the George Floyd because I, I you know, that's something else. That's a, yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's some people who say he, that the autopsy didn't show that he died of asphyxiation, but whatever it is, it was, um, it was excessive force and that killed him. It was, it, and it was, there definitely was a grudge. The two of them had a history and this and, and whatever. It was just a horrible thing. But he went there, okay, he's a kid, he probably felt uh, outraged at what was going on, and he, he himself was, uh, was uh, hit by, uh, somebody hit him with a skateboard. And, and, and the people who were there, I don't, who were protesting, carrying, I think, uh, concealed weapons, homemade weapons, like, like uh, it was a skateboard and, a, and, and, and water b- bottles in a bag, I mean, with the intention of, of bringing harm to somebody, I don't see how that's protest in in the you know in the spirit of let's say martin luther king jr which i who whom i i believe they they've already canceled anyway yeah. you know so forget about that yeah, yeah imagine <laughs> you know it's uh yeah right i mean it, it, there's there, there's a lot of folks that show up there that uh that mlk uh that martin luther king who was uh, you know listen a great man and wonderful man uh, there's a lot of uh, the activities at at many of of the protests that uh, that he would not have approved of in any way, shape, or form, and um, it, you know you've got to look at that as well. But this is this is complicated. Again, Melissa, I tell is where everyone should go. Frank McKay here, Melissa. But it is a complicated uh, trial, and I think because we're in a complicated uh, world, uh, what do you think? Uh, you know, and I, I asked this before, but um, the idea that he took the stand, normally I would say he shouldn't have taken the stand. And, re- and I haven't followed it that closely. So if people, you know, are wondering how closely I followed this trial, it's, uh, it's uh, not at all. And certainly I'm sure, Melissa, you much closer than I have. Um, but what was the, what was the uh, general feel afterwards when Kyle Rittenhouse... Um, after he took the stand, was it a was it a positive uh, affect on the um, on the trial or a negative? What what do most people think? Um, it, it's it's it just reflects the divisive nature of our country right now. Some people thought it was crocodile t- uh, t- uh, tears. 
from privileged a privileged white uh, or, or, or a, a, a grandstanding attempt at sympathy and other people were in support of him. I mean, it just it just goes it's just it's cut across the you know right down the middle. I mean, this is where we are right now, and um, I don't know. And, and to have the president you know chime in and call him a racist or white supremacist, he's I don't remember which term he used exactly. That's really unnecessary. Um, you know, so I, he is catering to his base. I mean, whatever. It's 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 very gut wrenching, and and uh, you know they're they're probably going to you know they, it, you know at first I thought maybe they're going to they're you know the, the judge threw out some some um, you know some some weapons charges, some higher um, charges. Um, but uh, they, they, at first, I thought they were going to try to get him on something minor, you know, like. Um, um, uh, well, no, no, but maybe, yeah, much less than that. Something about legal, um, uh, having a, a possession of a weapon, or or um, um, provoking harm, provoking okay, um, you know, uh, causing harm, bringing bodily harm, something, you know, a lesser charge, I guess, to, you know, to placate everybody else because the jurors i'm sure have received death threats and uh uh the the city of kenosha um may be visited with um uh, violence um as a result and and, and uh, in fact the national guard has been on call they've been on standby all all this week uh, since the deliberations began, in anticipation of something happening, and things are happening because you have protesters from both sides of the aisle. You've got the, you know, the anti-Rittenhouse, probably BLM, and the pro-Rittenhouse, and they've clashed, and there have been problems there. There have been skirmishes there. So you can only imagine what will happen if the wrong kind of verdict comes out. And, and then a lot of people are, a lot of the jurors, many of the jurors, we uh, we've been told, are are understandably concerned that their decision could cause rioting uh, and, 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 and tremendous harm and destruction and mayhem, and they don't, they're, they're fearful of that. Um, it reminds me of, of you know, our Eric Adams, our new mayor of New York City, uh, met with uh, the big, uh, I, I don't recall the gentleman's name, but he's, he's one of the uh, bigwigs of BLM, uh, I guess, um, he is in, He does live in Brooklyn, and he met with Eric Adams. And Eric Adams, we know, was a police captain in the NYPD, and, uh, and among other things, the uh, state senator and a borough president of of, um, of Brooklyn. And um, Eric Adams did not say, uh, you know, okay, I'll acquiesce to whatever you say. I'm acquiescing in your, you know, your request not to bring back the 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 detectives in this in you know to you know the um, in plain clothes detectives. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I, he didn't say that, but he didn't. Um, but the VLM gentleman said, well, if you're going to do that, if you're going to bring all this stuff back, all these guys back, um, we're going to you're we're going to we're going to you're going to see, you know, fire and brimstone like you've never seen on the city. I mean, he's. Uh, I mean, he's really going to go out and take it out on on people. And, and 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 God knows what. So uh, wow. I don't know. I don't know. There's been criticism of, of Eric Adams' actions that he hasn't, he didn't stand this guy down, not well enough. Yeah. So well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's you know, it, it, especially early on in his uh, his mayoral um, career, mayoral career, uh, you figure Eric Adams would. Um, would have to be very careful with what he says 
and you know what is the what is the proper response and the thing is like i guess if he gets too heavy and i'm not defending him you know mm -hmm. but the thing is if he gets mm -hmm. too heavy with blm and and mm -hmm. there becomes a serious protest or um or violent protest people might say mm -hmm. well eric adams didn't uh didn't handle it right he should have he should have been easier going with them he provoked them he did he did this mm -hmm. and that and you know now in this situation you know if something happens people are going to say mm -hmm. he should have been tougher on them and he should have been mm -hmm. you know made a bigger stand it, you know it's a tricky situation you think uh, you know like we we mentioned the word complicated uh anytime mm -hmm. that you're dealing with with race relations in america i mean it's uh, it mm -hmm. is complicated it is a complicated situation uh you know not to yeah. not to joe biden and because joe biden you know, his immediate knee-jerk reaction is that somebody's a white mm -hmm. supremacist and somebody, yeah. you know, a racist or whatever, because that mm -hmm. plays well with his base. He figures exactly. he's getting Republican votes anymore, you know. that's uh, Those days are gone, uh, and unless mm -hmm. uh, he's running against Donald Trump, um, oh, God. There, are no, <laughs> right, there are no Republicans that would be there. And if he's never running again, he could really say whatever the hell he wants to say. And I don't... Uh, I don't know that he's taking that approach, um, mm -hmm. you know, but he doesn't have to placate everybody and just immediately say, I mean, uh, what could the president say in the Rittenhouse situation? And actually, before you answer, let me remind everyone that you're listening to the Melissa Itell Juran show and uh, just, uh, again, binge listen to everything that we've been doing here, uh, you know, kind of cherry pick through hundreds and hundreds of shows. Frank McKay here with Melissa. Uh, but what? What would you say if you were the president? Isn't there a way of handling it better than just simply taking a side and immediately going white supremacist with with this with this kid? And again, I'm not defending his, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's uh, uh, actions. I'm not, you know, giving a judgment one way or the other. But it's in the middle of a trial. Wouldn't it have been more mm -hmm. prudent to say, look. It's complicated. There's jurors here for a reason. They're they're watching it up close. Let's see what happens. Uh, I'm not going to comment, and then maybe afterwards I'll give a comment. Why did he need to give a comment then? Right. He could have stayed out of it, just kept his mouth shut, uh, and not and said, "I'm not commenting right now. I'm not getting in the middle of this. I, I politely, um, uh, I, I respectfully um, uh, want to uh, distance myself." From this, and then um, you know, while the while the process is going on, I don't want to. I, I I don't. It's not my place to add any comment. I don't know why he said that. I, but this is this is the you know we're in a, a a hotbed situation here. We're we're a tinderbox, and 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 uh, he feels the need to say something to placate uh, you know the AOCs of the world, and and whatnot. And and you know what? More and more, I hear people saying that. He's acting like a, a president who doesn't really care anymore because he's not really going to seek re-election, even though he said that a few months ago, if you recall. He said, yes, I intend to, I intend to run uh, in 20, uh, 2024. Uh, he's going to be 79 years old on, uh, on the 20th of November. I don't think he's in the physical or mental capacity, you know, to even um, entertain such thoughts. And uh, which you know, you know brings up you know his uh, you know his uh, his partner in crime, uh, his second in command, um, who's also under fire lately because of her um, 
her her approval ratings and 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 uh, the the way that the administration is is uh, availing themselves of her services. Yeah, uh, terrible approval ratings. I can't imagine you know them getting much lower, but they could. Uh, <laughs> I, where are they? Where where are you know? And you kind of need a microscope to see her approval ratings. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the exact figures, but they're 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 down there. They're they're, worse than, <laughs> they're, they're worse really than the presidents. Oh boy. Right? I don't know. Is that right? I don't want to say so. I don't have the information at hand. Yeah, I don't, so I don't have want it in front of quoted. me either. But I, I think they're below the president's. But I, they but, are. You mm-hmm. know, and that would be unusual because she should have built-in constituencies that uh, that are very support. First of all, women. Um, you know, you would think that you know many women, certainly Democratic women, would would stick with her through thick and and through thin. And then, you know, also uh, people of color, um, you would think would, uh, you know, many, I'm not saying everyone, I'm not, uh, you know, generalizing, but people of color, you, you imagine, would have a, 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 a built-in rooting interest for, uh, for uh, Kamala Harris. And uh, so, again, I, I mean, where, where is all this disapproval coming from? It's coming across different lines. Biden, uh, you know, his, his, uh, his approval ratings are just... Um, uh, just terrible. Maybe a little better now um, that he's gotten. Um, I haven't seen the latest, but that that he got this infrastructure bill through because I, you know, now at least some people might say, well, okay, he's getting some things through and whatever. Before he got that through, uh, everybody was like, you know, what what good is he? He's just he, everything he's doing is a disaster, and he's not. Uh, he he's not getting uh, his agenda through. Here, at least somebody could say. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. Biden got his infrastructure bill through. I, it was it was almost a crucial moment in his administration, and it's so early in the administration because you know even if he gets a little bump from this, I mean it could go right back mm-hmm. down into the uh, into the toilet. It's still in the toilet, his approval rating. But um, <laughs> what, what do you think about that? The infrastructure bill uh, should yeah. be helpful, just naturally. It, it's supposed to be helpful. It's supposed to help the, the the bridges and the tunnels and the roadways and the cities, and especially in, in New York City and the five boroughs. We definitely need some help. And we know that the 13 um, uh, GOP representatives who who voted for it are now under fire, and people want their heads on a platter. They, in short, they just want them, you know, not don't not only you know primaried and 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 and, and thrown out of office, but also you know hanged. Maybe pillared or <laughs> dismembered. <laughs> yeah. Going out, look, uh, one of one of our congressmen out here. Well, you have him mm-hmm. there too. You have part Garbarino. They're calling him Garbarino mm-hmm. because yeah, he, uh, yeah. You know he's he, he voted for this. Yes. He, and and he's they're furious mm-hmm. with him. They're gonna they're talking that they're going to primary him. The the Trump supporters and uh, Maliotakis. Uh, might get a pass, uh, Nicole Maliotakis, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, I think Trump mentioned her. He singled her out, and mm-hmm. uh, and hey, give her a little bit of a pass. Uh, I don't know what was the reason, but it, you know, I think there were three people that he singled out to to give them a pass. Mm-hmm. Garbarino, mm-hmm. Andrew Garbarino, wasn't one of them, and mm-hmm. you know, he could be he could be looking at a very highly contested race oh boy. Uh, where he first mm-hmm. has to run a primary. What do you think of that? I mean, um, are, are you surprised that, that Garbarino and Maliotakis voted for the infrastructure bill? 
I think they wanted to. They had. They probably had a, a, a strategy in place. They probably figured, well, if we don't do something, you know, the AOC and her and the gang of four plus two, you know, the the group <laughs> taken on two new members. Um, they didn't vote for it because they wanted. Uh, they, 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 they. I think they were going to hold the whole thing hostage until they got back their um, the other bill, their more progressive bill, where you know, let's throw money at everything. Every single thing is free. Um, and uh, and and, the, and these these Republicans said, you know, let's do something because they're going to otherwise they're going to hold everything hostage, and we really need help, you know, with with the the infrastructure in New York City and 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 elsewhere. So all these, you know, so they they got together and they voted for it, and it, and I'm sure they knew the risks that this could be this could potentially um, 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 uh, blow up in their faces, especially as freshmen. Freshman mm-hmm. congressional members, you know. Right, and that's hard. They're they're still on a learning curve. Yeah, right. Uh, no, no question about it. Uh, yeah, I, again, I think Molly Atakis, because she's in in Manhattan, not in, she's not in Manhattan. She's Staten, in Island. Staten, Staten Island, Staten Island, and Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, so because yeah. she's in the city, um, she should uh, she should be able to um, skate past this. Garbarino, who his critics call Garbarino. Um, are are more <laughs> apt to um, uh, to punish him for that. He might be in a terrible situation, and you know we'll see uh, we'll see how that all plays out. Um, it, you know the the thing that they pulled out of the infrastructure bill that that might have been helpful to people around here was you know the the forgiving of the college loans and some of those things. I think a lot of people would have you know think back to when you were in school if you had any loans. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know they, you know he's uh, forgiven, you know so many of them or whatever. They pulled I, that I, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have loans, thank God. Yeah, I'm right. Fortunate, I didn't have loans, but I didn't either. Yeah, for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's great. That's good. That's helpful because if you have limits, think of medical students. Majority of them have to have to face the the, the you know the loans after graduation, and then and and well, being a doctor is another. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's terrible. I mean, it, it's. How do you pay all that off? See, that's that you've got that uh, facing you in addition to starting your career. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. So, you know, that's something they pulled out. Is there anything in the infrastructure builds, uh, bills that you liked? Um, rebuilding, yeah, because essentially rebuild, supposedly rebuilding the highways. I mean, we hear complaints. It's, I can't speak of the other states. But in in, in in New York City, uh, in the boroughs, um, the bridges definitely need. They're in dire need of repair. There, uh, there, there's a, always a a, a, a a bottleneck on the Staten Island Expressway. From what I hear from people who who depend on it every day, and um, uh, we just, I mean, our, some of our bridges are so old they're just being patched up, and we need to really, re, re, you know, um, to. To refurbish everything, I mean, especially in New York, I mean, these these structures are, are old. I mean, we, uh, it, it, it's I see construction around here, and it's it just gets in the way. It, it doesn't seem to 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 speed up, and it and it and it drags on, and it, it, it inconveniences everyone. I think we you know we need help in that respect, but it's it, but you know at the same time you have the other bill that the progressives want to put through, you know, for you know unlimited. Um, uh, parental leave. I understand some parents don't have, you know, they work all the time. They don't have the luxury of home, of, of a staff at home, of housekeepers, of nannies. 
um, that the question is, this is becoming so poli- so politicized. Um, how, how Again, how do you pay for all this? Who's going to be paying for it in the end? They say they want to get the ultra-rich, but actually people um, who make over – you know, two hundred, three hundred thousand a year are going to be swapped within. The taxes are sky high. Property taxes in some states are are, are through the roof, and and the cost of living is astronomical. And if anyone's going to tell me that that inflation is okay, you know, I think he's got a he or she. And there's somebody on MSNBC, uh, you know, has a uh, you know should get uh, needs some. Um, you know, needs his head, his or her head examined. You know, maybe that person has, uh, you know, disposable income, and so it really doesn't matter what she pays every day for for everything. Most of us uh, don't think it's such a great thing that we can just bite the bullet. Yeah, the limousine liberals, uh, you know, are are some of them. And again, I you know I want to be careful of painting everybody with the same brush, but the limousine limousine liberals are. Are sometimes the height of hypocrisy, and they they talk about all these things, and uh, and you know they talk about all the um, you know all the things wrong with the country. But then when you look at at them, they're living like uh, you know the the high end uh, like kings, yeah, mm-hmm. right. And uh, and and they could say what they want about the Republicans do this and the Republicans do that. Well, guess what? I mean they're basically uh, Republicans who are taking a different position. And it doesn't really matter because they're not feeling it because they have all the money in the world. So, uh-huh. you know, a, a lot of hypocrisy always... I've always seen the limousine liberals as being, uh, in in many ways, very hypocritical. Yes, well, they're, you know, they're, they're apologists for, for Biden. Yep. And they, they don't... They don't seem to have any empathy for most people who were just, you know, who were, you know, I, I saw a can of, um, this was online, $9 for a can of, 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 of cranberry sauce. I mean, really, this yeah. is ridiculous, really ridiculous. Plus, we've, we've got the, you know, we, we have the, the, the shipping crisis, which, you know, Biden is saying is not his fault. It's the fault of the pandemic because you don't have enough workers. Uh, but gasoline is, uh, you know. Um, this is these this is shades of the 1970s. I think Co- President Carter should feel good that finally he's go- he's he's losing the mantle of the worst president. Yeah, he's off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> he's so off the he hook. can concentrate on he's off the hook. He can concentrate on celebrating his centennial in a few years. Yeah, I, I wonder if President Carter's called Joe Biden and said, "Listen, let me let me give you some advice." And Biden's like, "No, no, no, please, <laughs> please don't." <laughs> Let me give you some advice. No, no, no. Well, you know, they, he visited. He and, and Jill and, and the president visited the, the Carters a couple of months back. And, you know, it's funny. Everything is everything. I don't know what it is. There's always something. There's always some, some weird thing going on with, 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 you know, with this administration. Um, they took pictures of, of the Carters inside the Carters living room with the Bidens. And the photographer tried, I guess, tried to get everybody in the photo. So it made the Bidens look like giants. <laughs> <laughs> and the Carters, who, were, of course, were sitting, they were seated. They looked like little people from Lilliput. I mean, it was <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah. A, a bad framing. Maybe the Bidens wanted that. We are giants. We are. We are the big people. We will save. Oh, I hope not. No. <laughs> the Biden photographer set that up. They worked on that for weeks. Maybe you know. And they, oh my God, Melissa. Said, I, yeah, we'll get everybody in. We'll get everybody in the shot. Don't worry. It's gonna look great. Melissa, I tell Juran.com, Everyone, go there and watch the documentaries. Frank McKay here with Melissa. 
Uh, is Billy Carter still with us? Um, Billy Carter, I don't. I think he's passed. Yeah, he uh, he lived hard, Billy. You know, he he liked his liked his booze. You know, he liked liked his beer and liked to eat yep. and all those things. Yeah, I'd be surprised mm-hmm. if Billy's still with us. Amy is still with us, right? Oh yes, Amy Carter. You know, the Carters have a lot of grandchildren and some great grandchildren. Amy Carter is is been married. Uh, she has a, a, I guess her son is a young adult. I don't know what what. I don't know what she's. What, if she she must be active with the Carter uh, Foundation. Yeah. But um, yeah, she's. But no, she's. You know, she's fine. But the Carters have a big family. A lot. You know, they had uh, four kids, and a lot of grandchildren, and some great grandchildren. You know, the uh, Habitat for Humanity is a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, listen. I've met seven presidents, and the only one that I asked to meet was Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, it was, uh, you know, somebody a- you know asked me to set up a meeting with him, and I kind of, and they thought I could I could do it, and I actually I did, you know, and uh, and and I got like 15 minutes with him down in wow. uh, in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and he asked, mm-hmm. he was very very nice, he asked me if I um if what I was doing that night, he said he had, they had to go to an event for Habitat for Humanity, and he said you know you could sit with us. And I saw oh, Mr. President. It's very nice. I got to get back. I, I, I've got little league games and all kinds of things coming up, practices, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know I just flew down. It's an honor to meet you and all. He was such a gentleman, such a nice, nice man, and uh, mm-hmm. he was the only president yeah. I've ever met that was shorter than me. And uh, <laughs> these guys are usually tall. I'm five nine or whatever, and he's, uh, yeah. you know, he's he's smaller than that. I think he was five nine at one point. He probably was. You know, I don't know when you met him, but um, you know, he's elderly, and but um, yeah, I never thought he was. He probably was average height. Right, and but he was, yeah. the, um, you know, a gentleman, very very nice man, and like I said, you know, uh, we, you know, he he didn't have to do that. He invited me to his event. Um, mm-hmm. to sit with him, and I, I should have, I, you know, my wife said, oh, crazy, you aren't going to get, uh, you know, back in time to do anything anyway, you know, you should have just um, did it, so, uh, you know, it was, uh, again, it was, uh, it was a nice, nice, pleasant experience, just on our feet, just a, a small little thing, you know, but um, mm-hmm. anyway, I, I always liked Jimmy Carter. Uh, Biden, uh, I met while he was vice president in mm-hmm. the White House um, uh-huh. on uh, you know, somewhere around like, uh, uh, you know, Pearl Harbor Day on 2013. And mm-hmm. it was at the Christmas party and somebody invited. Right. Me. And mm-hmm. the reason President Obama wasn't there is because President Mandela died from South Africa. Oh, Nelson. I so, see. So the first lady and the, the president went over there. To the funeral. The gave the eu- eulogy. Yeah. And, right. you know, so I would have met Obama in person. I met Obama on the phone. Uh, a gentleman mm-hmm. named, named Patrick Gadsbar put put him on the phone with me. He was very pleasant, and he asked for support, which, you know, we didn't. We already committed to uh, McCain, and I, w- I got friendly with John McCain at, at one point. But, uh, you know, he was very pleasant in asking uh, support of the Independence Party, Independence Party of America. At the time, I was the Reform Party st- uh, national chair, too, and all, all of this. But we, um, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting when you when you meet these these folks. And Joe Biden was he was I got to say, uh, you know, he was very pleasant, but he was really huggy. You know, I don't know that he still uh-huh. had hair, but he. Um, <laughs> he, 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 he 
he was very huggy with he everybody. Was, he was very friendly. He was very friendly with everyone. Yeah. And I didn't think yeah. it was, you know, like I, I didn't, you know, and again, I'm not downplaying, you know, like, uh, you know, the, the allegations. But I did notice that about him and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that he was very, you know, he's very, that's how he is. That's his style. Like, hey, buddy, let me, uh, you know. Right. He's a, he's very effusive. Yeah. In displaying his, his feelings. <laughs> yeah, right. He's and what we call the host with the, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's, the, the host, he's got the, the most. host with the yeah, most. with the most. Yeah. Right, right, right. Did you notice um, back in, two, you know, when you were, I don't know if you if you noticed this, if you pay attention to, you know, to these uh, to people's faces. Did, did, did he look different to you back then, different from the way he looks now? I know he's older, but the, the face, the features, the, the way the face looks. You know what? A lot of times these folks look different in person than they do in, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, on TV. Like, you know, President Clinton always looks the same. I've met him God knows how many yeah. times. Uh, Donald mm-hmm. Trump I met, you know, before he was president 50 yeah. times, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, like George uh, Herbert Walker Bush, um, mm-hmm. I only met once. It was real brief. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of all mm-hmm. people... Uh, this, uh, that that same event, I met Gloria Steinem, uh, and mm-hmm. you know, which, which was an honor to meet. You know, she was an honor to meet. She, yeah. You know, um, but uh, this it, was a White House Christmas no, party. This, no, 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 no. Oh. Uh, this was uh, someplace around around here. I forget where it was, but uh, that was the only time I met George Herbert Walker Bush. Um, mm-hmm. uh, George W. Bush looked different in person um, oh, yeah? than he did on TV. You know, to me. But mm-hmm. yes, you know. Um, and I'm trying to think if I got them all. Do I? And Obama, I didn't meet in person. I met on the phone. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a pretty good track record. Seven presidents, right? Mm, very good. I wish I could meet one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Carter's easy enough to meet, and uh, uh, he's always uh-huh. lo- he's always looking to meet ladies. Anyway, not that you not that you want to put yourself in that situation. But okay, well, but, but I just can't I just can't write the Carter Center and say hi. You know, I like to meet the president. They say, well, "Well, he'll be at this event, and you can buy tickets to wave at him or something." Yeah, no, no, you, you can. It's not even. You know, I imagine that he's he's very accessible. If you if you go yeah. to a Habitat yeah. for Humanity event in uh-huh. Atlanta, and he's there, uh-huh. and it's probably pretty. You know, it's probably pretty easy um, to to meet him. I I shouldn't say that. I don't know that for sure. But I mm-hmm. I got in. Through Secret Service, um, you know they, uh, mm-hmm. you know they, they made an arrangement. They cleared me like right away, and mm-hmm. you, know, you know it's a it's a big production. You know, uh, uh, fingerprints. I think you send fingerprints. Um, oh really? Yeah, and you send um, uh, your, your social security. Maybe not fingerprints. Uh, social security. Um, yeah. Uh, card. You know, number and card, and they clear yeah. you, and then mm-hmm. they do a they do a vetting. You Background know, check. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. one, one of those things. I remember the first yeah. time I met President Clinton and the First Lady in 99. Mm-hmm. It was the first time mm-hmm. I met a president. Um, I, I went early in the morning to East mm-hmm. Hampton Airport, and mm-hmm. it was strange. It was surreal. Um, they, uh, a, a Secret Service man met me and said, are you Chairman McKay? And I said, yes. And he said, uh, oh, so come with me. And, uh, and, and he says, you know, when you go inside the airport, uh, go up to Secret Service and um and, and tell them something you know he gave me some kind of code or whatever to say and i said how will, uh how will i know who's secret service he said well there's a there's a woman behind the counter and uh and she's wearing a a, a blue um outfit uh he said she's the only one in there who is not secret service 
I was like, oh, wow, you know. And then as we were walking closer, I kept seeing heads pop off the top of the roof of uh, mm-hmm. uh, of the airport, you know, and, and those mm-hmm. were snipers, you know, those were, were people, I yeah. mean, it was real serious, um, right. you know, as you can imagine, but I it, it struck me, but it was funny, he said the woman in the blue outfit, she's the only person in there who's not Secret Service, so everybody else in there had, had a wire hanging from their ear, it was pretty pretty fascinating, mm-hmm. actually, interesting. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, well, they have to, yeah. Well, yeah. anyway. We, you know, we, we got into, I remember we got into the, a uh, couple of people mentioned to me, we got into the first ladies uh, last week. We got it. We should do a whole show one day on first ladies, but you brought oh, up yes. some points and, and oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, people like friends of mine who listen to the show regularly brought up and said, I didn't know that about uh, Jackie Kennedy and, and Mamie Eisenhower. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mamie Eisenhower was no fan of Jackie Kennedy and she was not. She was not exactly a sweet, friendly person toward her. She was, you know, very insistent that Jackie come at this time, at that, whatever. And regardless of how Jackie felt after giving birth, having given, having had a C-section, and, and definitely, most likely, not well, you know, recovering, that she had to appear at that moment to, to get her tour of the White House. Otherwise, for, you know, forget it, lost opportunity. So um, yeah, there's a lot of dirt on the <laughs> on the first ladies yeah. uh, that we're that's only coming to light right now, and and I think um, I think the uh, the relationship between uh, Nancy Reagan and Barbara Bush is really not uh, a big secret. I think it's an open secret that the Bushes uh, and we're not exactly favorites of the Reagans. The Reagans tolerated them, but that uh, Nancy especially did not care for Barbara Bush. Yeah, a- a- amazing. One last thought before we go on. On Rittenhouse, when do you think we'll have a verdict? Um, and uh, do you have any prediction yeah. on what the verdict might be? It might be a mistrial. I don't know. Uh, I think this trial has been, this case has been tainted by public opinion. Um, I mean, to have an MSNBC reporter trail the bus of, that was carrying the the jurors, uh, I mean, that's, and, and I don't know what he was trying to find out. If he was trying to get a, you know, a, 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 an exclusive on them. I mean, he could have been. He himself could have been uh, put into custody. Uh, so that was the end of the MSNBC crowd. They're they're banned. Um, Terrible job. I don't by know. That one. Terrible. It's just yes. Well, it figures. It figures. Yep. It really does. When you look look at who's running MSNBC and who's who's anchoring it. I don't know. I think it's the longer this goes on, the more. The, the more complicated it's going to get. It's, it's, uh, I don't know if we'll hear anything today. Well, I, yeah, well, listen. They're still deliberating. The next time we talk, we'll, uh, we'll have a lot more uh, information. Most likely will. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. no doubt. Mm-hmm. Melissa, I tell Juren.com, everyone, is where you go watch the do- to watch the doctor- documentaries. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Melissa, we thank everyone for uh, uh, yes, we do. tuning in each and every week. Yeah. Thank you, and uh, mm-hmm. lo- yes, love to meet everyone, to everyone one day. Yes, hopefully it would be great. And we will see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Juran Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Juran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.